Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and this is the end of the month. What a beautiful month. September is just an awesome month, and I really hope you sincerely had a good one. I want to dedicate today's podcast to my mother. (laughs) We call her Dolly Mama, and she really is sweet. She supports the podcast. As you know, she sends in prayers for me to read and share, and uh, she listens to the podcast. I can't really ask for much more than that. So thank you, Lord, for my Dolly Mama and everything she does for my life. Amen. Okay, let us pray on September 30th and get these blessings started. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. So many things we take for granted because we think they are so small. But through God's love and mercy, he gives to one and all. I must thank him for each and every gift he graciously sends my way. And through his word, I've come to learn he answers when I pray. We all can claim salvation for his blood was shed for for all, but each must come before him in answer to his call. When we give our all to the Savior, we can have sweet peace and rest. His word was proclaimed for his loved ones, and we all know our lives will be blessed. Amen. When I wake up in the morning, at the beginning of each day, I look up to heaven and here's what I say. Thank you, dear God, for my eyes that can see, for my legs that can move, for the care you take of me, for my brain to enlighten me from heaven above, for my heart that can beat so full of love. All these are gifts that my God gives to me. I'll always be grateful until eternity. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you, Lord, for tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you are there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday, today and tomorrow, Lord, leading the way. Amen. Amen. Lord, for every opportunity to walk in your light and to change a life, I thank you. For all the different ways you renew my faith, never giving up on me, I thank you. For every reminder that I am unique here for a reason, I thank you. For uplifting me through the joy of gratitude and connection, I thank you, Lord, now and forever. 
Amen. Thank you, Lord, for I am your creation, complicated human clay. I would like to thank you, Lord, for each and every day. For all my sins you allow me to see as the scales fall from my eyes so that I may walk closer to thee, for God's word never lies. To meet the great I am, that I will see your face someday, Jesus Christ, I am your lamb. Amen. And time for Proverbs. Let's do them. Proverbs 30. Every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words or he will rebuke you and prove you a liar. Two things I ask of you, Lord. Do not refuse me before I die. Keep keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise I may have too much and disown you and say, Who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of my God. Do not slander a servant to their master, or they will curse you, and you will pay for it. There are those who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers, those who are pure in their own eyes and yet are not cleansed of their filth, those whose eyes are ever haughty, whose glances are so disdainful, those whose teeth are swords, and whose jaws are set with knives to devour the poor from the earth and the needy from among mankind. The leech has two daughters. Give, give, they cry. There are three things that are never satisfied, four that never say enough. The grave, the barren womb, land, which is never satisfied with water, and fire, which never says enough. The eye that that mocks a father, that scorns an aged mother, will be pecked out by the ravens of the valley and will be eaten by the vultures. There are three things that are too amazing for me and four that I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the sky the way of a snake on a rock, the way of a ship on the high seas, and the way of a man with a young woman. This is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done nothing wrong. Under three things the earth trembles. Under four it cannot bear up. A servant who becomes king, a godless fool who gets plenty to eat, a contemptible woman who gets married, and a servant who displaces her mistress. Four things on earth are small, yet they are extremely wise. Ants are creatures of little strength, 
yet they store up their food in the summer. Hyraxes are creatures of little power, yet they make their home in the crags. Locusts have no king, yet they advance together in ranks. A lizard can be caught with the hand, yet it is found in king's palaces. There are three things that are stately in their stride, four that move with stately bearing. A lion mighty among beasts who retreats before nothing, a strutting rooster, a he-goat, and a king secure against revolt. If you play the fool and exalt yourself, or if you plan evil, clap your hand over your mouth. For as churning cream produces butter, and as twisting the nose produces blood, so stirring up anger produces strife. Amen. Stay with us. Be back in a moment with more. And now In Touch Magazine is talking about God is at work in you. There are many books promising a successful Christian life, but no humanly inspired technique can ever achieve the work of God. Any commitment or redirection that is based on our own effort will not last. True transformation comes from the Holy Spirit alone. That's why the Lord wants our humble dependence on Him for strength, growth, and perseverance. Today's passage reminds us of these basic truths about Christian life. And that's Philippians 2, 12. We participate in the working out of our salvation. This isn't referring to our initial conversion through faith in Christ, Rather, it's the process of sanctification by which we grow into Christ-likeness. An obedient, holy lifestyle is something we must choose and pursue. We need an attitude of fear and trembling. There should be no flippancy about how we live because God is holy and we must one day give him an account for our life. God works in us. Jesus said we can do nothing apart from him. He's the one who equips and enables us to live in the way he desires. God has not left us to do the best we can do on our own. He is always at work in believers to fulfill his desired goals for each of us. Amen. I thought that was beautiful. Okay, in God's way, day by day. 1 Peter 1, 18. You were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ. Jesus forgives you. He never holds a grudge or puts a barrier to forgiving all your sins. He completely erases your sinful past He alone has the full capacity to forgive and forget. Jesus never condemns you for your failures, 
to the contrary. When you fail, he picks you up, dusts you off, and helps you to move forward in your life. He teaches you important lessons from your mistakes so you can experience strength and wholeness. Love it. God's purpose for your life. Daily encouragement. Hebrews 3.13 says, Encourage one another day after day, as long as it is still called today, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. So often, our unbelief arises as a result of discouragement. It comes from not seeing God's hand in our situation or the promises he's given us fulfilled. However, the delays and disappointments remind us of the ways others have let us down. We confer their untrustworthiness to the Lord. That is why it is so important to share our testimonies of God's faithfulness and encourage one another with the truth that he always keeps his word. Unfortunately, we do the opposite at times. Rather than recount all the blessings he's given us, we get together and complain, and the disbelief spreads. So therefore, if we want to take hold of the promises God has for us, we must be on the lookout for unbelief, both in us and in others, and we must root it out. We must encourage ourselves daily in the word and remind others of how the Lord has come through for us in the past because circumstances will arise that will make us doubt. But if we have a community of faith to support and reassure us, it will lessen the blow and make our trials an encouraging testimony for all involved. Jesus, Show me who I can encourage daily and who will do so for me in return. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back with some more, more, more prayers. So, uh, from hope from your life, uh, just saying the Old Testament is just as much God's word as the New Testament, and God has much to teach us in its pages. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. One of the most important things God wants to teach us from the Old Testament is how not to live. The Old Testament tells us about some of God's greatest servants, Joseph, Moses, Jeremiah, and others, and God has much to teach us from their example. But the Old Testament is also filled with the accounts of men and women who failed God. How did it happen? What were the consequences? They too are examples and warning us of what happens when we turn aside from following Christ. So learn from them how not to live. Amen. 
Psalm 27, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. The root of discouragement is unbelief. Perhaps you are discouraged because you think you are making enough money, because you think you aren't making enough money, and you aren't convinced that God can supply your needs. Or you're frustrated in your job and you refuse to believe God can help you and that you can be content. Or maybe you're worried about health problems and you don't even stop to consider that your life is in God's hands. Discouragement is a large cloud that, like all clouds, obscures the warmth and joy of the sun. In the case of spiritual discouragement, the cloud eclipses the Son of God, the Lord Jesus, in our lives. Discouragement is the devil's device to thwart the work of God in our lives. Discouragement blinds our eyes to the mercy of God and makes us perceive only the unfavorable circumstances. There is only one way to dispel discouragement, and it is not by our own strength or ingenuity. It is by turning in faith to God, believing that he loves us and is in control of the future. The Bible says, wait on the Lord and he shall strengthen your heart. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me, in the presence of mine enemies, thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And God's promises day by day. Proverbs 22 says, he who has a generous eye will be blessed, for he gives his bread to the poor. Remind yourself of God's promises regarding generosity. God promises if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. So give. Give abundantly. Even extravagant giving is honored by God. I've never known anyone who went bad because he or she was too generous. Remind yourself of his promises regarding generosity and start giving. Amen. So since it is still morning, hopefully where you are, because you started off your day with God, we can say in unison, good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, 
if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Amen. Have a blessed day. Thank you for coming to pray with me. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.